Hello guys, welcome to podcast from Seven. My name is Folusha. I'll be your host of I'm always your host. <laughs> and I have with me here my friend MM Benebong. I'm a legal practitioner. I'm Wayne's friend. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we have a very interesting case as usual today to share and you know talk about the issues it raises. Um it involves the case of a child and blood transfusions and you know religion well mrs esanubo had a baby in 1997 at chevron clinic in lagos and she went home of course after having a baby and then after a month he got terribly sick the name of the boy was Estega. he got terribly sick <clears throat> And he has to be taken back to the clinic a month after his birth. He was really sick. And then on getting to the hospital, um, they met the medical doctor and it was recommended. In fact, they were clearly told that, okay, before that, he was gravely ill. They informed the doctor that on no account and no matter what on no account should he be given a blood transfusion that's because there's several um hazards that follow blood transfusions hepatitis hiv and all that and that most importantly they are jehovah witnesses or jehovah's witnesses and that blood transfusion was strictly forbidden by their religion um so he noted that unfortunately the bo- the child Tega needed a blood transfusion in, a, in order to live. If not, he was going to die, and they still refused. And they were like, "It's better for him to die than for him not to make heaven." And well, they refused. And then the doctor, Doctor Farwaya, reported the matter to the police. And then the police went ahead to institute institute a suit uh, yeah yes. institute a suit in the magistrate court, court um saying that basically emotion expert basically emotion mm-hmm. expertise without the other party being aware that they even instituted the suit so they went to the um, magistrate court in lagos and brought an application or yes, an application under the Children and Young Persons Law of Lagos State, and they were just basically praying that the <clears throat> the magistrate should hold that under no circumstances should Tega be allowed to die, and that the hospital, that is Chevron Hospital, should make sure they do everything within their power, anything they can possibly do to save his life, whether that includes giving or transfusing blood or not. So, well. They, um, they went back to, with the ruling, and of course, Doctor Tunde Fawea carried out the blood transfusion, and the boy the next day carried out the blood transfusion, and the boy was as good as was healthy, became so well, and his mom, his parents, especially, were not happy about it at all. They sued. And they did not just sue the doctor. They did not just sue Doctor Tunde. They also sued no, the magistrates, the hospital. Yes, in fact, they did not even just. They didn't even sue the hospital. Hospital. They sued Chevron Nigerian Limited. 
The picture owns the hospital, so that yes. makes sense. Yes. Plus the magistrate. Yes, which is kind of strange. But they sued the magistrate that gave the ruling that they should save the boy's life. They sued the commissioner of police of Lagos State. Because yeah, that, of course. Bring it, that brought the action at the magistrate court. Yes, I brought the action at the magistrate court. That's like five people they sued. And um, they were praying for damage. Praying. Well, well, okay, they were seeking, <laughs> asking the court for. <laughs> yes, yeah, <so> asking the <laughs> court for damages. They asked for damages in the tune of 10 million naira for the tr- act of transmission itself. Then yeah, 5 million for the. Well, not allowing her to take her child home. Yes. So basically, she wanted to take the boy home. Like, whatever happens, happens. And um, another thing they prayed for was that they, the courts. Okay, yes. So um, at the high court, they prayed that the court should reverse the decision yes. of the magistrates. Yes. Yeah. So then the courts now held at the high court that that was that did not make any sense. They blocked the wedding the girl, the guy's body. Mm-hmm. So how would he now? That would the court now take it out? So yes. That was just, Serere and academic, very academic. As yes, say, yes. <laughs> and then um, some issues came up. A lot of issues came up at the high court level. And well, they they lost at the high court. Then they appealed again to the court of appeal and all that. Then one of the things that I feel like is very important is whether the refusal to give consent that the boy, the baby be transfused amounts to an attempt to commit a crime. Personally, I feel like it is because you know that if the boy does not get the he will die. So you're actually leaving him to be murdered. It's not, it's it's not murdered. Didn't you keep knife? I don't think, I don't think, it's not exactly it's not murder. Like, okay, it's not like murder directly, but it's like acts that will lead somebody to die. There should be a okay, name for it's it. True, it's true. It's a name for I it. Like the man, an act or omission. Yeah, I'm sticking you with knife. What's the definition of murder, self? I think more that you have the direct cause. Like, yes. I think you that you die. Yeah, so I don't think Maybe omission. It couldn't be manslaughter because you did not die from my action. It's not manslaughter. It's not manslaughter. That's it's my point. There's no, I don't there's think there's no, any there be some law contained it. somewhere that says that, oh, if you do this, this, you know, everything that amounts to a crime must be specified in a written law. So I don't think there's any way that says, oh, if you don't transfuse this child. But wait, is there, what about infanticide? It's not. It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's exactly. Not. Because that one is murder of a child. The same yes. The murder of life. Yes. So the thing is, the reliance that the court made was on the constitution, actually. And the constitution is not exactly a... Well, let me just go on. In section 33 that we all know... Right to life. <laughs> yes. That every person has a right to life. And you shall not deprive a person intentionally of his life. So that was what the court relied on, on saying that them refusing to consent to that blood transfusion amounts to a crime. I don't maybe, think maybe so. Maybe we should not call it a crime, but no, we have somehow to call it a crime. <laughs> we have to call it a crime. <laughs> At best, it is somehow. I don't think it's a crime. Anyway, so um, yes, that was so. Basically, we're saying that it is a crime to allow Tega to die, and then thinks otherwise, but. I don't know. Then the best interest of a child should always outweigh any religious consideration consideration that you may have. And that was mm-hmm. something the court said said or held that for the essence of the law is to preserve life and property and 
Yes. And life is involved here. Yes. So and can I remember the Okonkwa case that they tried that, to refer uh, yeah. to? But that guy was an adult. So yes, he had he the right to choose or not to choose. He yes. a child. Exactly. You can grow up and abandon your belief for you. Thank you. So Every day people will say, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. Why would I not be celebrating my... Hey, I mean, <laughs> no bad days for you. <laughs> forgive you but basically like Okoko was an adult yes, so yes he, he had the right to not to say i don't i want to die yes he had the right this to say i want baby. to die yes this is the baby and um yes because actually so they brought that Okonkwo case a um, medical and dental personnel's disciplinary mm-hmm. tribunal and Okonkwo. that's the name of the case if anyone is interested in you know, <laughs> for that research <laughs> <laughs> so um in that case basically the it was an adult involved. He was also a witness and he wanted, he did not, he was going to die and he did not want blood transfusion. So in that case, the court held that um, an adult always has the right to make a choice. And the reason is because adults know the consequences of their actions or they are at least though deemed to know the consequences of their actions and that you assume those consequences. But their children are incapable of making such life and this one is a baby altering. people cannot even pick what thank they want thank you to one month old <laughs> baby Ex- exactly can't even pick what they want to wear it's a baby yes so um that's so you have to protect the right of such a person a vulnerable person such as a child from even the religious beliefs of, of their own parents yes of their own parents then um i think we're both reading an article that yes. was trying to Someone says if the child is old enough to decide on his own, but okay, this case is a baby. But let's say the child was like 16 years old. Yes. Would you allow the child to decide then? You say a 16 year old can actually know the consequences of dying. Yes, I feel I was already I feel like investing. you can know that okay, I would die you, but you're 16. At 16, we all make stupid decisions. Right? Yes. So Ooh, imagine no. if you die at 16 and you not remember that, oh my god, I shouldn't have died. <laughs> if you're 16, you can't say okay. I mean, I want to die, but maybe when you're 30 and you've seen life. Yes. And then what if you even say, in fact, I'm not, I don't want to be a Christian again. I want to convert to something else. So even if the child is 16. Mm -hmm. And then he was like trying to make reference to, so there's this child's rights law where basically all the rights that most of the rights at least that are afforded to adults are also guaranteed But that child's rights law also says that, okay, the parents and guardians are there too. Guide, guide, yes, just have yes. The child so that was an argument, yes. Okay, let that was an argument that okay, um, the child's rights law basically firstly says that every child has a right to religion, thoughts, conscience, and to make you know mm-hmm. re- decisions on what religion he should practice. Number one, then as a follow up, that the, the, parents the parents are there to guide. But did you also notice that they said that the religious consideration should take the paramount seat. Did you see that? About the child? Yes. And I'm if the child chooses now. Yes, and I'm just thinking that, how do you determine that a child's wishes, for example, and it's not mommy that is saying, oh, mommy said I should do this. So. Thank you. It's not in obedience to what mommy, this is, I feel like it's a very sensitive topic. It's not a joke. To that, me, like, I feel like this child tries to, I just feel like, they did not think it through before actually bringing it to Nigeria. I think they did not think of before all bringing the it, divorce, yeah, bringing divers. it to Nigeria. It's not something that is very, very. It's like it's not it's with our culture because, because basically, your parents this time they church you worship from when you grow up. Yeah, they don't. You can't just say I'm sad. I want to go to. My I'm a big church. girl. 
<laughs> I mean, it doesn't work like that. So they said the product are there to guide. But in Africa, guiding is telling you what to do. Yes. It's guidance in their sense. But they are telling you what to do, basically. Yes. So there's nothing like a child is choosing. It's the parents' choice that the child has. Even the school you attend, they didn't yes, choose Yes, also this. in masters. They'll say, you will not pay. <laughs> also, you're going to Canada, nowhere else. I, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you won't pay. So I feel like it's kind of strange. He tries to talk about undue influence that you have to, you know. I feel like he's, he's mostly talking academic issues, not real life issues. Because... He said, oh, you have to determine that there's no undue influence from the parents. I said, oh, okay, yeah, you agreed to die. Oh, ooh la la, it's all great. <laughs> because it's very hard for you. In fact, personally, I feel like it's impossible for parents of parents a child not to have undue child to study. Thank you. That you're now going to give it. Daddy, take your LLB. <laughs> Congrats to you. <laughs> I'm going to go and be a content creator. Thank you. <laughs> So, yes, so I feel like I don't know that's something that, but is, if you think about it, uh-huh. you know how there's also um child evidence, like when the child is giving witness, um, evidence in court as a witness, that's you know, all true. those things that the court to ask you, yeah, to know if, you if know you're they, smart enough, yeah. So, maybe if the child is old enough and they uh-huh. ask that's another thing, you can also ask if the child understands yes. the consequences of dying, yeah, well, like you know a one month old baby or a seven year old child, at least yes. it has to be like. I think there should be a distinction between a child and a young person. <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> Sorry, laughing so much. I should be a distinction between a child and a young person based on the majority of the laws of the state in Nigeria. A child is someone between the ages of zero and fourteen, and then from fourteen upwards, you become a young person. Maybe you're fifteen. Yeah, the court can call you and ask you questions. Are you aware of what your mother is saying? Are you aware that if this happens, that happens, and mm-hmm. that happens can lead to this? If you can literally so die the forever. That okay, this guy knows that he will be done on this earth <laughs> <laughs> forever. So Maybe yes, they can allow you exactly. Then um, another thing is that. I feel like our parents gave us our religion. In fact, I don't feel like this is a fact that our parents gave us our religion. You're only a Christian yes, because no. you were born, born in- into a Christian home and they yes. Christian school every day. Thank you. So you are basically just born into the religion. Thank you. Maybe I get to choose it. Okay. Yes. That Jesus all, loves me. I believe. Yes. Me, in so fact, yes. some 23 year olds are still thinking that Jesus Jesus really love me. <laughs> thank you some people are oops some people are actually still like you know figuring it out and trying to accept that that. people just abandon with you okay life is just life there's not there's no supreme being thank you so at what age do you know or can you say for sure that a child has sat down like in his room and said hmm reflected on his religion and said oh this is for me i want to be a christian this and that because some of us are still asking these questions (laughs) Like, well, people are still asking these questions well into their late 30s, in fact. So, I feel like it's, it's wrong. I feel like it should be the other end at all times. Yes, I feel it like at, be, at all times, the child should not be able to choose to die. Yes, at all at times, a child should not be able to Thank 16, you. Until you're 18 and maybe after 18, mm-hmm. before they could be okay to you know for balance of life. Mm-hmm. Because But there's now another issue. The bodily autonomy of children. Children and they have. <laughs> they should, at least. <laughs> In law, they do. So 
like maybe they should have but to mm-hmm. what extent the same, yes the, the, could they decide to die so what the, the, there is a question of trying to strike a balance between that bodily autonomy and the duty to protect vulnerable cho- people like vulnerable children. groups like children so what do you think should determine that balance at what point do you say no you can't die sorry you have to keep on living on in Nigeria like the rest of us. At all points, I beg your pardon. At all points, I feel like okay, they can determine. Okay, I rather take drugs over mm-hmm. injections or I rather take over drugs. When it comes to the point of okay, you are going to die, that kind of decision, mm-hmm. like you go okay, even if something like okay, you're going to paralyze forever. Mm-hmm. So someone actually decide that at the age of fourteen or thirteen I or ten, like, okay, if you don't do this surgery, you're going to lose all your legs. <laughs> Do you think a child should be allowed to make that choice? What if she's 35? I can't find someone to marry her. Or what? And then, or what? Let's say you can have, you got those mind powered wheelchairs and everything, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like when it comes <laughs> to the matter of life and death, the country yeah. actually stepping. Always stepping. Yes. Uh, okay, but did you know that um, there, there's, I was trying to do some research and I spoke to a couple of my friends that, that are like doctors and they were telling me about like bloodless surgeries and mm. how like they've developed certain techniques for people that well, like can that ju- thing work at all times no and their limitations i think it even reduces chances of survival mm-hmm. or something like that so yeah and at least they have the option we can always okay we can go ahead with this but okay, what if in the middle of the bloodless surgery there is mm-hmm. need for blood? What happens? Who do you ask? What do you do? Is that not a child or an adult here? An adult says, Okay, I want to do surgery, but I want to mm-hmm. do bloodless. So you let the adult die now, Miss Jesus Suda. I mean, yeah, I guess so because it's an adult, you cannot be a child as a child, yeah. And then there are some, you know, there are some biblical backings for this actually, because they refer to some verses, some books in some chapters in Genesis, Leviticus, where it says they should abstain from blood and all that. And you know, they said anybody, like think Leviticus, anybody that is interested, Leviticus seventeen ten to twelve, that you abstain from blood, that anybody that takes blood into their body would be, you know, excommunicated and. God would really not smile upon that person again. <laughs> so I don't think it's in our place to judge anybody's decisions. Yes. So anybody but the truth is anybody can find the basis for anything literally Loki. But can you just I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so yes, I feel like this has been an interesting conversation and it was kind of a short um episode mm. so i hope it has been interesting and we've learned one or two things and i would become curious enough to go and search for yourself yes to do some research and you know find out more about this so i think this is the end i'm going to do another poll asking what you guys think about the whole the situation and also if you're in that position let's say as a medical practitioner what you're going to do are you going to you know say ah, it was my business or are actually you... also what the actual medical practice what are they supposed to do like legally as a doctor okay mm-hmm. so this decision is a supreme court decision is it a court of appeal no this goes to supreme court too actually got supreme court supreme court basically reaffirmed everything that they okay. court yes so it got to supreme court and 
Um, I think as it stands now, the position is that a child or the parents of a child cannot refuse to give that child blood transfusions if it's going to save the life of, the, of that child. But an adult, of course, at every point in their life, is allowed to make any decision that would to make decisions basically, mm-hmm. and they also to assume the consequences of those yeah. decisions. So yes. So I think that's that's it. It's been a fun discussion. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yes, and I hope everybody, I hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you so much. I remain your host for Losha. See you next time. Thank you. Hopefully soon. (laughs) I release (laughs) postcards from seven. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.